0: free shipping. Make sure you have your kinky, safe sex needs satisfied by visiting AdamEve.com. Welcome to Hush, the podcast guaranteed to give you a load of fun. And with that being said, let's slide into the episode. To volume sixty-seven. I have my co-host with me, Chris, and we're here to bring you the shit you love to hear on the podcast. That's a load of fun. Again, this is everything about sex, dating, relationships, and all things kept on the hush. We have a very special guest today by the name of Brittany Amber. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for taking my time. Thank you so much again. <laughs> As a rite of passage, we usually share. Our V card stories. Uh, Would you mind sharing how you lost your virginity?
1: Oh, uh, I don't mind at all. (laughs) Um, I was fourteen, and um, I was actually like my first real. I mean, I don't know if you really consider a fourteen-year-old, you know, relationship like a real relationship, but that was like the first time I ever had like a boyfriend or anything. And I don't know the way that it kind of came up was I just. It was more like a science experiment to me. I just wanted to try it, you know. I was just like, come here at this time, bring condoms, you know, and my dad's not going to be home, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, "Like I want to try this, you know. It wasn't like it just happened or he, you know, coerced me into it or whatever. I was just like, okay, like I want to try this, so come on this day, bring condoms, and, and then we just... I don't know I just did it and it was like one position like on the floor I don't know
0: (laughs) how long did it last
1: oh I don't know maybe like between five and ten minutes maybe
0: and were you kind of like oh this is it
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I don't know it didn't really hurt or anything I didn't really bleed that much I know I guess some people really bleed a lot it's crazy Mm -hmm. everybody's different so I don't know I didn't it was really like nothing I don't know I was <laughs> just like okay well, this is it <laughs>
0: <laughs> fast forward now how long have you been in the adult industry
1: uh they're almost 13 years uh at the end of this year will be a full 13 years oh wow mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> how many scenes have you done
1: I have no idea oh my god um probably I don't know um Probably thousands, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's really hard to say, too, because um, online, you know, there's a lot of scenes that aren't on DVD. They're just, like, you know, straight to a website or a VOD, and then there's also a lot of scenes that are on dvd but then there'll be compilations there's no way to really like track it to know i don't know and i lost count like around like 30 and that was like the first year in so i have absolutely (laughs) no idea if it's like in the thousands or hundreds or even that so you
2: so with you saying that you've been in the industry for 13 years what Mm -hmm. what made you decide to get into the porn industry
1: Well, I first began in the sex industry in general when uh, I was 20 years old. I started working at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, and that is a legal brothel in northern Nevada. And so I always had a fascination for the sex industry, and, you know, honestly, like, if I had to choose, I just had no idea how to go about it. I didn't know that you had to find an agent or anything like that, so, you know, I'd honestly, like, always very fascinated with porn over anything so if I had to choose I would have probably picked that to even start with but I met a girl who was a porn star who was also working at the Moonlight Benny Ranch as well and so she's the one that gave me the information with with her agent to you know start doing movies and so uh, that's how that all transpired uh,
2: when when you so when you first got the the call to to say okay we're gonna go ahead and do this were you nervous for your very first scene?
1: Uh, um, was I, let me think back. Um, not particularly because I had already been a legal prostitute for over a year. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that weird. Um, it wasn't as nervous as I was for the first time doing that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Um. I don't know, because uh, like here's the thing: is like I had two scenes that were very close together. I think it was a movie. I think it was actually the same day, so I always get mixed up which one was which. But there was one scene out of the two that was like in this guy's shed. I mean, he was legit. He was through my agent, and um, he ended up being a friend of mine later on down the road, and it was for a legit company and everything. But it was literally like in a shed.
2: <laughs> and just like
1: a pov kind of thing like that was that was like nothing you know that was and you know this guy he was like you know just like a, you know like the short out of shape guy he was not an intimidating guy at all you know and didn't have a big dick or anything so it was just like oh it's nothing but then in the same day the, the other scene though <clears throat> this guy was you know like he was like tall he was like in shape like he had a really big dick it was for um diabolic or anabolic one of those two you know so it was just like you know a bunch of positions he was flipping me all over the place and it was just like well it, <laughs> it was the <laughs> contrast was way
0: different <laughs> when you decided to um join the adult industry, even starting off like at the bunny wrench, how did your friends and family react?
1: uh you know um <clears throat> not it, it, that is like a weird situation just um for like some you know personal aspects, but, um, so, I don't know, so, it wasn't like I was ever weird with telling anybody, um, and I didn't care about their reaction anyway, you know, because of these personal reasons, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how that went down, I was just like, it's like, what can you guys even say to me anyway, you know, I'm, this is what I'm doing, and also, I, I was actually married at the time when I started at the, the Moonlight Bending Ranch, and, Oh, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> like drinking a Red Bull right now. But um, so how that all played out, though, was I was working as a night auditor at a hotel. I was auditing paperwork. And um, so at the hotel, we had HBO, and that's when I started watching the Cat House show, which is... The reality show series of the Moonlight Benning Ranch and I that's when I became fascinated yeah. yes I know. I love that show it became my favorite and I became fascinated with that place after watching the show mm-hmm. and so I took my husband a lot of convincing but of course at first he was like no way you know what I'm like oh you know uh I can make enough money we can buy a house and this and that and so finally he let me go up there and I you know my first trip was really great and I made a lot of money and I had a great time and everything and um but really, in the back of my mind, I was just trying to become independent to, you know, leave him and everything, obviously, like in the long run, but still, like, it take him a lot of convincing, and then, obviously, he didn't really like it. It was kind of like, and I was already kind of on the outs anyway with our relationship, so it was whatever.
0: So you just went forward? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I definitely wanted to do that more than be with him anymore, <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
2: hey, you gotta make some decisions.
1: Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hard life
0: decisions. <laughs> when it comes down to filming, what are your favorite types of scenes?
1: Oh, my favorite types of scenes are definitely ones that I direct and produce myself. <laughs> and um, those, like, normally I do like to do a lot of like POV blowjobs. A lot of guys really like those. Um, a lot of like POV JOI, like stepmom stuff. A lot of guys really like those too. And I like really, I like producing them as well. So. Yep, I'd
2: say those. <laughs> and I know, I know a pretty, pretty sure a large majority of your fans are going to want to know, like, what are your turn-ons?
1: Um, clitoris stimulation, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> what about
0: turn-offs?
1: Um, probably like body odor, like bad breath, all that stuff is just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you ever had an experience where you, you were doing a scene and that guy had like bad breath or bad BO? Yeah,
1: a lot. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's why it's just like, uh, that's <laughs> on the top of the list.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite position?
1: Um, I would say either cowgirl vaginal or cowgirl anal.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I okay. That day.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I just couldn't come the quickest like that. So. Like
2: it. And, and of course, the age-old question is, does size matter?
1: Mm, I mean, it kind of does in a sense. Like, obviously, you don't want anybody, like, too small or too big, you know, because both are uncomfortable and are just, you know, don't work as well. But, you know, um, but besides that, you know, anything in the average range, you know, um, is just... Here's another thing, too, because also, like, shape kind of matters, too, just as much, because I definitely with anal, 100% with anal, oh, my God, because there's been times I've had anal sex with a guy who has a small dick, but he has, like, a weird curve, and it hurts so much and tears me up, but then I'll have sex with a guy who has a big dick, you know, anally, but it's shaped so perfectly, like, almost, like, there's a couple people I can think of that have, like, a tapered kind of dick, you know, and no curves at all, and that's amazing. That is 100 times better, so... There's a lot of things that, yeah.
0: That actually into. ties into the next question that we were going to ask. We were going to ask if you had a penis preference. So in your case, it depends on the position.
1: Um. Well, yeah. Well, I guess back to what I was saying, too. Just uh, I do like a very straight dick. That works the best for everything. Um, even vaginally, too, because my g-spot's weird sometimes sometimes i don't know if it's like overly sensitive or what but if there's something just like curving and like slamming into it too much it's uncomfortable i just like a really straight dick an average sized, like you know anything in the average range i don't like too big and i don't like too small but so yeah that's my preference <laughs> all right
2: and and for your scenes do you prefer scenes with men or women or both
1: um (laughs) yeah it depends (laughs) on the man or the woman you know um Mm. definitely it depends on the person but yeah it's it's completely 50 50 equal when it comes i don't care if it's a man or a woman but yeah it depends on the person
2: okay and um just switching it up a little bit what do you like to do in your spare time
1: um well recently i've gotten back into playing the guitar i took off my fake nails about a week ago, and it's kind of like it's kind of a, not, a nightmare. I feel like I can't do anything anymore. Like I've been declawed, and my nails are so sensitive. But I don't know, I've been wanting to get back into playing the guitar because um my stepdad that taught me, he just died. And I don't know, and my guitar sits there, stares at me, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of getting tired of my nails too. I don't mm-hmm. know. But now that they're gone, now I'm like, fuck, I want to put them back on. (laughs) Ah, so that's a battle with all that. But before that, though, um, I used to be, well, see, it's been about a year or so since I've done any archery or bow hunting, but that used to be my main thing for years. And, um i don't know and then also reading too i actually i went like a year without reading too which is probably the longest in my life and then um i don't know it's just been weird you know the pandemic and like depression and everything Mm -hmm. but i did start reading something like a couple days ago that's very interesting and um so yeah it's like yeah why am i not doing this more often so i'll probably get back into that as well
0: do you have a favorite author
1: well, I'm reading right now this from this guy Taylor Adams and he uh, the last book that I read before this one was also from the same guy and that book is called No Exit. It was so so good. Oh my god. And then I was reading online that the book that I'm currently reading is well more received well better received than the one I was reading. And I'm like, "Oh, it had way more reviews, like way more popular." And I'm like, "Oh, wow." Cuz it was also says on the beginning or on the front cover it says like the most suspenseful book you'll, you'll ever read or something along those lines mm-hmm. and I'm like oh wow because the last book that I read was incredibly suspenseful I was like that is the most suspenseful book I've ever read and you don't <laughs> even know what direction it's going it's crazy it's so good and so I was just like oh my god can't wait to get into this so um I'm almost like halfway through it and it's probably I wouldn't say that I don't know i still like the other book a lot better but I don't know I, I need to read the whole thing and see why this one is more well received than the other so we will see we will see but yeah Taylor (laughs) Adams he's he's got some good ones.
0: I'm gonna look that up.
1: I would just say that's my favorite like the current stuff but like all-time favorite Ray Bradbury for sure and The Illustrated Mm -hmm. Man is one of my favorite books of all time.
0: Very awesome. Um, With Thanksgiving coming up we wanted to ask you what's your favorite comfort food? Well the thing
1: I like making the most is I don't know if you guys have ever been to Boston Market, but
2: yeah, yeah. they have
1: their mm-hmm. sweet potatoes there that have the marshmallow and um, brown sugar on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. that is so, so good. So I learned how to make that a few, oh, excuse me, I'm still burping, <laughs> 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 but I learned how to make those a few years ago, oh my God, and they are so good, incredible, and I can't wait to make them again. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I'm looking forward to it so much. And I also, I've been told by anybody that's ever ate my mashed potatoes that I make the best of all time. And I agree, too. I mean, I do put some love in there. And I do make some incredible mashed potatoes. But I just don't make them often, you know. I don't really eat Thanksgiving-style food often. And I always think, like, why don't we? That's my favorite stuff to eat. But it just takes a long time to prepare, I think. Uh, I mean, i don't know i always try to make sense of it. i want to eat this stuff more often so i am so excited i can't wait it's less than a week away Ah!
0: i know so (laughs) my that's my favorite holiday (laughs)
2: yes me too do you have like any plans for it or or anything like that
1: we're we're just having thanksgiving here at my house
2: oh okay so you just have family coming over
1: yeah my family's
0: coming here very awesome very awesome, especially now during the pandemic. Those are the moments that matter. Uh, switching Yeah, in.
1: but if you watch the news, oh my god, they're like, Oh, if you were gonna have Thanksgiving
2: with your family, you might be planning a funeral later. <laughs> <that>. like, <fuck laughs> oh my god, I'm so tired of this. That, that is the funniest thing because I was I was watching that yesterday and the guys like seriously at the airport, like we're urging you not to travel. So you're literally telling everybody, say, Hey guys, I understand you have family, but fuck them right now <laughs> and then see yeah. them in three years when it's done with yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I know I know
1: but at the same time these same people are still having parties and get together themselves but oh just do as I say not as I do you know you guys can all you know just fuck off and we'll do whatever the fuck we want you know that's what I'm saying like that's what I don't like about it they don't lead by a good example that's why I can't take it seriously I'm like you guys don't seem that worried so how should I be that worried
2: yeah especially especially out here like it's it's they one day they're putting the ordinance on and the next thing you know your facebook's blowing up talking about all the bars are reopening and um. <laughs> all this stuff in the casinos are back open again
1: yeah
2: and we're just like because we actually went to um vegas about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and, uh-huh, and, so I'm, you, and you would never thought there was a pandemic with the way vegas yes. was running like you would never know. thought <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was, oh, I was
1: there I seen it with my own eyes I was like <laughs> how is this safe whoa still wearing my mask I still always wear my mask and things like that you know I don't mm-hmm. want to be you know looked at sideways or anything by anybody I just want to you know keep it cool and just do what I need to do or whatever and keep it moving but mm-hmm. yeah oh my god even out here though because I live in um in the Inland Empire um down near Palm Springs I don't know if you know if you guys know California at all I was
2: born in California so I know exactly oh, okay. where you're from. yeah yeah
1: so do you know do you know Cabazon? Yes. Okay, do you know how they have that big casino there? Casino Morongo? Uh-huh. So oh my god, I went there. My dad likes to go to the casinos. I never go, but he he came out and he for my sister's birthday, so I had to go. He's like, Oh come on, I want you to the casino. Da, da, da. <laughs> and so we went out there and we walked in there. There was like so many this was also this was also months ago too like in the middle of the pandemic like when it was like still everything was shut down and stuff and this I think they have different rules because it's the Indian reservation and so um, that's why I was like even sketch going in there I was just like holy shit they just you walk in and they have this machine that I guess just scans your body temperature when it uh-huh. walks in when you walk in so that they know that you're not running a fever, and then that's all that they do because people are drinking. Most people don't even have a mask on. It was crazy, and people there were just hordes of people in there. There's no way you could social distance even if you wanted to. It was like shoulder to shoulder. I was just that was the first time I had been out since the pandemic at all. Like around, any people just like, oh my god, I'm gonna get the—I'm so scared. And like, oh my god, my dad, what is he they doing? Dragging me into this. But um, I was fine though. I was COVID tested not long ago. I'm—I'm I'm good. But holy shit that was wild that was way worse than vegas if you thought vegas was bad oh Mm. my god check out there i was just like that they have no concern there that was scary
2: yeah i was just i was just like i was just thrown off because i was i was like did it did they did they clear it like i i'm kind of confused because it was because we went went to fremont and that was just that was nuts so I, i know exactly what you're talking about where it was just like you know, people were drunk around drinking, no mask, smoking, no mask, uh-huh, just uh-huh. sitting there talking, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's uh-huh. I guess, <laughs> I guess it's, it's okay out here. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I mean, even the casino. I where did I stay again? Uh, I think I stayed at the Aria this last time, mm. but they they weren't allowing smoking in there, so i was like, okay, that's cool. At least they you know had that measure going on, but they didn't have that out here out Casino Marana. They're still full on everything.
0: Like well. it never even happened. I
1: know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of refreshing, but at the point though, when I went, it was not the right time. I was just freaked out of my mind. I was like, "What did you drag me into?"
0: Holy crap! <laughs> when the pandemic hit, did it put any types of like um, fears or any types of um, setbacks in the adult industry for you?
1: Well, luckily at that point, I had already started producing mo- most of my own content, so. I was just like, oh, I had this amazing foresight <laughs> into the future to know to be ready for this because literally, like around Halloween of last year is when I started really, you know, buckling down and um, really started uh, taking less and less jobs from um, from companies and really just focusing on my own stuff. and then, By the time the pandemic hit, you know, I was really settled into everything. I had already all my gears going and was really starting to already make a good amount of money on my own on um, different platforms. So I was just like, oh, my God, if I would have started this any later, I would have been screwed, you know. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I can only imagine starting in the pandemic. it, It did take me a good, let's see, like November, December, like a good maybe like five months or so to really start making, you know, a livable amount of money on my own just from only that you know and at the time I was also feature dancing too and um which I'm not anymore I haven't featured danced in almost a year now because of the pandemic so that's also another you know weird fear when we get back to that because it's like I don't even know there's really no site there's nothing in sight for that to come back actually I haven't heard anything but I wonder how that's going to be. You have to dance with a mask. Because I've seen strip clubs online posting about that. There's a lot of strip clubs mm-hmm. that are having their dancers in there with a mask. It's just like so ridiculous. I couldn't imagine.
0: Yeah, like here where we live at in Tucson, they don't have that. But we lived outside of Phoenix. And Phoenix, they open up the strip clubs. But they all have to wear masks. So I, we haven't gone yet. I'm, not, I'm still debating. Like, how's that going to be?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's just so silly. I mean, like, I don't know. Do you have to, like, I wouldn't imagine you have to dance on the stage with it, I guess, or you have to dance, obviously, with a lap dance. I don't know. There's just too many weird questions, and I'm sure it's different state to state. I think that the strip clubs in California, I don't think any of them are even open at all, but um, it really sucks, though, it was one of the main gigs that I was booked for. It was, like, four different... Deja Vu Clubs in Northern California. It was this was supposed to be um, April of this year um, And so I had to like travel to each one of them. It was like a little tour thing But that was in Northern California. So like I said, you know, this has been one of the strictest states So I have no idea when that's coming back
2: and, and just to kind of segue into you were saying that you were traveling um, Do you have a favorite place that you like to travel to?
0: Uh
1: Travel too. I don't know. I like to dance within the state. That's awesome when that happens. Mm -hmm. Last year, um, when I was dancing a lot, I actually got quite a few gigs in California that were drive within driving distance. Like I had a Deja Vu tour in L.A., and then I also had um, a dancing gig in San Diego at the Exposé out there. And then I was supposed to be driving up to Northern Nevada, or not Northern Nevada, Northern California, which got canceled. So. I know it'll eventually come back around, but, um, gosh, I'm trying to think besides that. I'm just so over-traveling, and especially now that the pandemic hit and I haven't been traveling. And, you know, like, I just kind of lost my kinetic energy for it. Now I don't even want to drive. I used to drive so much because I've always lived out in the desert. had to drive to the valley to shoot Mm -hmm. and always had to fly somewhere for dancing, always on the move. And now that I am not on the move at all, now it's just like to drive 10 minutes, I'm like, no, oh, fuck me, you know, so, just like, even the thought of traveling, I'm like, favorite travel, like, those don't, those words don't go together in my mind.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's like me, I'm, is when we, like, said, living up in, in, in the Phoenix Mesa area. area, and then driving back here to Tucson every weekend, you know, to see family, and that's like a, I mean, total time, it's like four hours, to and from mm-hmm. and it was just like i said now that we're back here it's like hey you want to go to the store i'm like thank god for instacart because i'm <laughs> yeah, like I I do, i'm like i don't want to go to the store the store is like the store is maybe two minutes away if i can mm-hmm. hit the lights but it's even just thinking about going downstairs getting in the car <laughs> driving mm-hmm. off the lot and i'm like by the time i get to the car i'm like dude i already have to app up fuck it
1: I know, yeah, no, that's a good point because I'm the same way with that too. Like 90% of the time, I've just have been ordering in for dinner and I'm just like, this is just so much easier. I don't have to get in my car, you know, and it's like literally like somewhere between like 5 to $10 more. So it's like there's literally no point to get off my ass for anything.
2: Yeah, it's just there's only some places where I'm like, look, if they're going to charge me an extra $15 for delivery, I guess I'll go, go pick it up and save it, but Jesus. And then you're just mad the whole time because then you're just like, why would they do this to me? Like, why would they charge me yeah. $15? And you're just mad as fuck after that point. And then you're yeah, like, you I, don't
1: wanna, I
2: don't even want to eat no more. Like, Jeez,
1: fuck
2: um, Yeah. Are we, like, so there's, like, different places. Like, Postmates does certain uh, restaurants out here, but Grubhub is, like, the bigger one the big that does one. it for, like, all the ones that yeah, are out yeah. here. So Mm -hmm. it's like, so Grubhub is usually the more expensive one um, that we really have. But like I said, it's just, they have the variety for everywhere.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, because... I mean, I've had so many bad experiences with Postmates, and I've noticed oh from the apps that I use, though, in my area, that it's by, by far the most expensive, and it's always fucked up. There's always some kind of issue, and I'm just like, I just deleted that app, and I'm like, F them. But I usually <laughs> use um, Uber Eats and DoorDash. But I, Uber mm-hmm, Eats always okay. gives you deals. They always give you, like, like, right now there's even a deal going on for, like, two weeks. If you spend 20, you get 10% off, or you always get, like, free delivery, or there's always some kind of promotion to keep you on there and it's always a lot cheaper too so for whatever reason everything gets added up and so I don't know that's why I like that one that's what I'm saying it's like only like five to ten dollars more than you know getting off your ass so it's like that's why they always
2: win oh so go. I should you try that because like I said I'm I'm tired of just complaining every time I'm in the car and just (laughs) like damn it man and then and then I I always tell myself that I'm like oh I feel like I want tacos but then I start debating where I'm like but McDonald's is closer, and tacos is a little bit further. And I'm like, I don't really want McDonald's, but I kind of want the convenience of not going that much further. Yeah, so. and you're not getting
1: exactly what you want. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then they screw up my order again, and I'm like, never mind. Fuck it, I'm never going to McDonald's Get the again. Get tacos. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting tacos next time. They do mess
1: up a lot, though. That, I know,
0: that is a thing. Uh, switching it up a little bit, is there currently a song that you have on repeat? or a show that you can't stop watching
1: Mm -hmm. um i i don't know i haven't been listening to too much music recently but i've been listening to christmas music though
0: so i'm listening to that so i just
1: like put that on in the background but not like too early i got a song stuck in my head that i gotta keep listening to it um yeah, no, not too early, it's November, at the end uh, of November, by the way. <laughs> I
0: have the Christmas music playing, and Chris is like the Grinch, she's like, what is this doing on?
1: Like... Uh, I'll listen to sometimes, there's some albums I'll listen to all year long, though, I haven't been doing that recently in the past few years, but Justin Timberlake, or not Justin Timberlake, I'm sorry, Justin Bieber oh, has yeah. a really good Christmas album, I know, surprisingly, I do listen to anything else Justin Bieber besides the Christmas album, and then, who else has a good one? Um... Oh, the Jackson 5, theirs is very listenable all year long. I love oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah,
2: theirs is a good one.
0: Yes. Chris loves Mariah Carey's All I Want to don't, Do. Don't even, don't even try. <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't even <laughs> try. I know, everybody that. does. That's like,
2: yeah, that's like one of the, the big top ones of all time, for
1: sure. And I'm really liking Kelly Clarkson's original Christmas song, too. That one's really good.
0: I haven't heard that one yet, but I really like this one by um, Ariana Grande. I think it's yeah, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but if
1: you hear that Kelly Clarkson one, you'll know that you it, it's very it's always played a lot. It's that one. Get here where you should be. The snow is falling as the carolers sing. Just wasn't the same. Alone on Christmas Day.
2: Presents, what a beautiful sight. That one. I have that, was, that, was, I, that was that was beautiful. beautiful. I was I was waiting <laughs> for the whole I was waiting for the whole song to go. I was like okay. <laughs>
1: no way oh, i have a terrible voice i'm like oh no hopefully they just hurry up and know what
2: i'm talking about <laughs> we, we we knew we were just gonna see how far you were gonna go Shut up. <laughs> oh, that
1: one's a really good one i do like that one and i'm also speaking of her i have been watching the voice this season i've been you know that's like one of the things i'm like oh shit like You know it'll be uploaded on hulu
2: at midnight oh i can't wait yeah i
0: haven't seen that but my my daughter our daughter loves dancing with the stars so oh yeah
1: no me too that's another one but you know what so now it's like to the point where i'm kind of getting pissed off they still have nelly on there which is a joke (laughs) because they obviously just have him on there because he has the biggest following he has the biggest name you Mm -hmm. know and it, they just kiss his ass, and he doesn't do anything. it pisses me off. It's like these other people are you are sweating their ass off. You can tell they're, like, putting their heart and soul into it. And, like, that Johnny Weir just got voted off. And he was so much better, a million times better. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't get it. Some of these, you know, and now it's so the totally, He's literally in the finals and hasn't even broke a sweat. I'm just like, this is... This is pissing me off. <laughs> he didn't, they, they don't push him at all. I don't know if you guys have been watching it, but um, I know I keep talking to you guys like you are. But, yeah, yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's frustrating. But yeah, there's there's been some really good seasons. This one's not my favorite season. I do like Justina Machado on there. She's fun to watch, but there's not mm-hmm. too many like interesting people this season that I'm into.
2: I think the last one I saw was with um, Emmett Smith was on there. I think Evan it was like...
1: Smith? Oh, he's like a football player? Yeah.
2: I think he, yeah. I think he won, he go... didn't he? Didn't
1: yeah, he... the football players usually do pretty good on there.
2: Yeah, I don't think that was the last one that I saw. And then after that, I didn't really keep up with it. Wasn't
1: but... that a really long time ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was <laughs> it was like one of the earlier ago. seasons. Yeah. yeah. They're like on season 30 now or something. It's crazy that yeah. they keep this show going. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but they do
0: one of our favorite icebreaker questions if someone were to tell you hey do that thing you do what's the first thing that would come to your mind
1: i would be like
0: what i do a thing <laughs> i'm just like what hey hey, hey sing that Kelly clarkson like, song again <laughs> he likes that Kelly clarkson song <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't... <laughs> i would be really confused, yeah, to be
1: honest. Cuz I'm that kind of person that if you ask them, like who like who are you as a person or like like what's your you know your best uh, asset or your best quality or what's your best uh, scene that you do or like what's your what do people what are you known for? I'm just like always like what uh, uh. I'll sit there like um fuck I uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's like always the hardest question for me. I don't know, I know why. <laughs> or all those questions, have any of the above.
2: You're like, I hate driving. There you go.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because it's like such a a, a uh, uh, what's the word? Um, God, it's just like one of those questions that it's like very uh, subjective. You know, it's just like, what do you really mean by that? I don't know, because it can mean a million different things. It's just it like, get really to that person. So I mean, do you mean like in, in this kind of way or that kind of way? You know, I, I don't know. I overthink things, obviously, too much.
0: I do too. You
2: should, just, you should just tell people I do random stuff and then just walk away. I do like, stuff. No, I know. Yeah, I do I stuff.
1: Was like, <laughs> there you go. I know. Just always
2: like I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, like I, I don't know. That's
1: do probably you know, a. Ask me another question. There you go.
2: That's your thing. So when people say, "Hey, do yeah, the thing I you did. do," you're like, "I don't. no no. know. Like, I don't know." Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Next question. I don't know, yeah, I have done that before a couple times When I get all like,
2: just
1: like, uh so That's me though, obviously as a person
2: It's like, yeah, I asked her over there what her, her thing is that she does And she kind of gave me this whole shrug in the shoulders And she made a couple of noises And she said next question And I didn't have a next question So I walked away And I guess that's what she does
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> um, Did you have any celebrity crushes growing up?
1: Um. Mm, uh. The, well, the only one I could think of, I don't know if it's really. I would say even like a celebrity or anything. Uh, I mean, I guess he kind of is. But um, when I was, I think it was like fourteen or fifteen. I he I was actually fourteen though. When that show Insomniac with David Tell came out on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. you guys remember that? Yeah, okay, I remember. So, that. <laughs> I don't know that We used to be my, like one of my favorite shows, and I used to be obsessed with David Tell. I do not know why back then. I would even get all jealous when he'd be like flirting with girls on the show and I'd be like oh my god
0: <laughs>
1: but um yeah that's like the closest thing though and he's like not really a celebrity or attractive or anything so I don't know if that makes, makes sense
2: <laughs> do you have a do you have a celebrity crush now?
1: um no even no. less than when I <laughs> <laughs> I'm more in re- like more in like more
2: reality based you know okay that makes sense
1: <laughs>
0: I'm getting serious what's the greatest advice that anybody's ever told you
1: oh, advice. this is like another one of those
2: questions yeah see you're making her do her thing you're making her do her thing She's like doing theoretical
1: that thing questions or it's like oh fuck um, the great like you know
0: or what's advice. something that you live by like, what's a model that you feel? That's an even worse question.
1: <laughs> uh, um, let me think. I was like, if I sit here and think for maybe, like, 10 minutes, I could, like, go through my Rolodex. But then also on top of that, too, I'll still to like, sit there and analyze each time anyone's given me any advice and be like, hmm, like, which one was the best? Like, I don't know. Did that one actually help me? Or did that? Or, uh, how do you even really measure? I don't know. I, was, I don't know where my brain always goes there, but fuck. Um...
0: I'm the same way. I totally overthink a lot of stuff. Like, I start thinking, I like, hypothetically, what are they going to say if I do this? Or if I do that, what's going to happen <laughs> this way? I started. Yeah, like...
1: I know. <laughs> ah, God. And people, And the thing is, too, is people very rarely, like, give me advice. And, I, you know, even my parents growing up were very neglectful. And I just, you know, I didn't get much from them. I kind of just raised myself and... I don't know, and I always kind of, I feel like I always kind of, like, zone people's advice out, too, because i always, like, you guys, you don't know what's best for me I'm my own person, you have no idea what it is to be in my shoes, how could you give me advice, you know, that's kind of, like, where I always think, which probably not the best thing, but I, I don't always do that, obviously, but, I mean, um, I don't know, I, I actually, something just popped in my head, I told you something eventually would, but, um, and I don't even know who this person is, but it, it was some random person, and I ended up finding out later on, because, You know, around the time people were, you know, doing a lot of con or putting a lot of their own content online on all the different platforms. And I was kind of on the fence about it. And it was before I had met my boyfriend, which, you know, he and I, you know, produce all of our own stuff now. So I didn't have the means back then. And I was overthinking it. And I was just like, oh, you know, like, which, what is the best one to put the stuff on? How do I even go about this? And then, you know, I was just told, like, you know, put you know put your content on all of the platforms why not you know and then also just get started put anything up there you know you just and it was just a random person I was talking to at one of the Biz conferences and we were thinking like yeah and I just need if I can get this started but I just didn't have the means and so um shortly after is when I met you know the guy that I'm with now and so you know it was awesome because you know we shoot all of this stuff together and we always come up with so many ideas and there's always like ugh like a plethora of possibilities now, you know.
0: Yeah, compared to like how you mentioned the the marriage earlier that you were in, so this time you <laughs> feel like you're free to basically indulge in what you're passionate about, I feel.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I just you know, you do need help and you do need you know, means, you know, for producing your own content. It is not something you can just like just decide to do on your own, and the other thing is, too, is I live far into the, in the, the desert, like I said, so I don't live in the valley, I don't live near people, where it's just easy to be like, oh, I'm coming over, for content, da, da, da. And I also have a daughter, too, and everything, so it's just, it makes everything so, you know, a lot more challenging, but not impossible, so I was just kind of, you know, as I was, making a lot of excuses, but I'm just so happy, though, that everything kind of fell in line the way that it did, because now it's just, you know, I'm just. I've been doing so much better now, you know, producing my own content and you know, building my own brand here just out of my own house. It's amazing.
0: Was that a hard transition to move from being in front of the camera to now producing what's going to be in front of the camera? Uh
1: no, not really, because I've been doing this for so many years. I feel like it's just kind of ingrained in my soul even when it comes down to like a camera angle and light, the way that it hits me, I already know who it's going to look like on the other side. So it's just all that kind of stuff kind of fell into place pretty easy.
2: Very awesome. All right. And and um, for future reference, where can people uh, reach you?
1: Oh, sorry. Take another drink of my energy drink. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's many places, actually. You know, on the subject of all these different platforms. Oh, my God. I probably won't even hit half of them, but the main place, of course, is my OnlyFans, which is also my website, BrittanyAmber.com, and also, um, well, like I said, that's the main place because um, I do have you know, my Twitter and my Instagram, which I am pretty responsive on there, but my OnlyFans is obviously funneled down, so it is a lot easier to correspond with people and you know hook up customs and all that kind of good stuff Mm -hmm. but um, my Twitter and Instagram are both the same handle and it's at Brittany, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y underscore A-M-B-E-R, and then I also have um, my Pornhub, model hub account, and my fan club over there, which is, got a lot of amazing content, and it's also kind of like the best kept secret, because I don't promote it too much, because I always promote my website slash OnlyFans, but my fan club is only $9.99 a month, and I always have tons of content coming in over there and, um, also, it is also nominated for Best Model Hub, and I really want to win, and it's also a fan voting, so I really want people to go, please, I mean, I post about it every day on Twitter, so the link's right there, you can also (laughs) find the link, I'm sure, on Pornhub somewhere, you know, um, just please vote for me, Best Model Hub, because I deserve to win, I really, really want to win, and, um, God, what else, oh, I'm also, uh, i'm nominated for a few other things too but i think that's the main one i just want people to focus on that one right now and then uh where else can you find me like i said there's some other places but those are the main places we'll
0: stick with those we're gonna make sure to get those votes in. chris was actually just bringing yes. up your only fans right now oh, <laughs> nice. you're it, so like, we're gonna subscribe I-
1: Oh, awesome yes and I also I do uh four live shows a month and they're usually anywhere from like 45 minutes to an hour long sex show so they're amazing and very much worth it and I've always been told by everybody that I'm the best live and I do agree especially like I've I've done so I've done probably I've done thousands of live shows I know that for a fact you know on different platforms Mm -hmm. and so I, I, and I've worked with so many people and doing these shows I know that I'm the best live you guys can just kind of come experience it and I will actually be doing a live show today 6 p.m pacific time on my only fans which is brittanyamber.com. thank awesome.
0: you so much a last nice. question last question how did you get your name
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well my name when I was at the bunny ranch was britney angel and uh the owner dennis hoff actually gave me that name i was gonna go with victoria something because my middle name's victoria but he was like you don't look like a victoria you don't seem like one he's like you look like a britney and he was like britney angel and just i'm like okay cool we'll go with that but then when i started doing movies then I was told by a couple different people that there was already another Britney Angel and then there was a trans Britney Angel and so they were just like you should just change your name you know or at least change the last name and so my real first name is Amber and I was actually not even planning on doing movies that long I was planning on only doing a few movies to promote myself up at the Bunny Ranch mm-hmm. and so I was like whatever I'm like, my first name is a five letter A word just put that there I don't care and so I wish <laughs> I would have thought about it more because like I said I didn't think I was going to be in the industry that long. And then I just stuck with that, and I always think like, I wish I would have put more thought into my name because literally it's like 13 years later, and it's like my career now. But yeah, <laughs> that's it.
2: If you if you had the option, what what would name would you pick?
1: God, I don't even know. I mean, sometimes, like from time to time, like a name will pop in my head. And I'm like, oh, that would be a good porn name, you know? I wish I would have thought more about this, you know? But then my it'll my thought my thought pattern will just go back to that, just to be like. I wish I would thought thought this out more because literally I can just think of like a million other great porn names in my head rather than Brittany Amber and then you know I don't know it's just I'm sure a lot of people feel out I don't even know. I don't know I don't know but like I said just because of the way that I did come up with it I think that's why I overthink it more than it I
0: should like let's just go with this but we thank you again <laughs> we thank you again for um, coming out onto the show with us we had a blast
2: chatting with you. Oh, likewise. Thank you
1: so much for
2: having me. Of course. we're glad we were able to uh, find that thing that you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that is, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. And we hope you have a great rest of your weekend.
1: Thank you so much. I hope you guys do, too. All
2: right, Thank you. Thank you. you have a good holiday season, too, as well. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. Thank you.
1: You guys,
2: too. All right. Thank
0: you. All right. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Hush Podcast. Make sure to find us on Podbean, Red Dragons Radio, Google Play Music, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, thehushpodcast.com, our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter page.